0: this is the pga of canada professional development podcast series industry leaders pga professionals discussing technology fitness planning your business building your career these talks these ideas developed for you to live a better life and earn a better living Really important when young professionals are looking to take an assistant pro position. You know, you always see those are the positions that are posted the most frequently on PGA Canada website, and there's lots of great opportunities out there. Uh, there's a lot of great professionals, a lot of great clubs to work at, uh, and I think it's important to look at where you want to get to in your career, um, and the easiest way to get there is find somebody that's there now, and try to model your career after them. I, I really think it's sometimes as simple as that. Um, that you know, something Tony Robbins speaks to is a guy who I listen to quite a bit too, is that you, you just Career modeling is how you can help get to where you want to go. So as a system pro, find somebody who's where you want to be uh, and learn as much as you can from them. Um, like I say, guys are very willing to, to share their knowledge uh, within the industry. Even if they're not who you're working for, I think it, it's fine to make a phone call, send an email to somebody who, um, who, who you admire or, or respect and, and ask some questions. That guys are more than happy to, to answer that. Um, I've never had somebody uh, turn me down for a question or an answer to something. Um, so I think just people being aware of that is extremely important and then I think it's important that guys know that once you've got everything you can from a facility and you've learned everything you feel like you can and you progress as far as you can Sometimes it's okay to make a move um, And you, you can't always just be at the same place your entire career uh, That working for different people different operations is equally as important as finding a great mem- mentor as well A little bit of everything to be completely honest uh, like I said it before uh, Disney was one that I count as being uh, very successful for me. Uh, it was a two-day seminar, full days, nine to five, uh, in Niagara Falls, and, uh, and they did some great stuff around um, customer service more than anything, which is really what they're known for, uh, and the quality and consistency that they bring. Uh, PGA of America is another one that every year when I'm down for the PGA show uh, in Orlando, um, I buy the education package, spend four or five hours a day. Uh, in those education seminars. And it's always interesting to me that when you're in there, um, you see some Canadian members and it's usually those who have been the most successful within our industry. So you see um, the Scott Dixons of the world from Royal Montreal. You see Todd McGrath is another guy I see in almost every seminar. Uh, And those two guys are really at the pinnacle of their careers and at some of the best properties around the country. And they're still there on a daily basis um, soaking up all the different education. So that's something that I've really, uh, I guess has really hit home with me that if the best are doing this on an annual basis, if I want to be the best, this is where I need to be. Uh, and so trying to find any opportunity. Um, Tony Robbins is another one for personal development that I, uh, that I kind of look up to. Uh, it's reading different books on an annual basis that could be on, on retail, on, on just about any topic really, uh, on business growth, on personal growth, uh, whatever that might be. Um, and that's kind of the development I've, I've had. A lot of it has been outside of golf, but just trying to find ways to take that and bring it back to our facility. Uh, for the betterment of our staff and the betterment of our membership. Sure, so in my particular situation, um, I guess my first kind of foray into finding that weakness was at Angus Glen, uh, awesome facility, uh, we did some incredible things, there were some great people and then all of a sudden realized, you know, I progressed each of the four years there, made it the next step up, next step and continue to see that progression year over year and then got to a point where I was running corporate events for two consecutive years which isn't very long in the grand scheme of things. Um, but I struggled to see the next step for me at that facility. Uh, because there were so many great people there, I just couldn't see um, where I would continue to add value that would be better than anybody else and why they would take me over someone else. So uh, I felt that for the best thing for my career progression was to look elsewhere. Um, and for that, I looked to see what was the weakness on my resume. For me, personally at that time, I didn't have shop experience. Um, so again, from, with my career goals of becoming a head professional, I felt I needed to get that experience. Um, so that's kind of what I was looking for at that time. Uh, when I came to Deer Ridge, truthfully had very little retail experience. Uh, the boys at Coffinwood and Steve Grass, Alan Hopkins, a bunch of buddies who were there, would always give me the gears because I was the worst one at ho- folding a shirt. So I always got the gears from them. So as soon as I went to, to Deer Ridge and um, Kevin O'Donnell, Kevin O'Donnell who owned the Pro Shop at the time, um, said "You know, I'd love to see Pro Shop sales grow, what do you think that looks like? So I put a plan together as to what I thought I could get to. Uh, which was you know 30% growth the first year and he laughed and that to me was the driving force behind me becoming the best I could at retail because somebody said I couldn't so now I'm going to find a way to prove them wrong uh, and that to me is as much motivation as anything else It's proving people wrong and just trying to push what people think is, is realistic. So uh, for me it's just trying to find those little areas that I feel like uh, would make me the best golf professional and best business professional even um, available to our members. So is trying to find those own ways and being critical of yourself and even bringing it to somebody you admire and say, here's my resume, here's what I've done. What do you think is going to help me get to the position you're in? Or to get to become the head professional at Toronto Golf Club or whatever that person's goal might be. Uh, it's just really sitting down and you know, having those honest questions and being OK to take that advice and finding ways to make it happen. I think it's critical. That's why I think what PGA of Canada is doing right now with the professional development tools that are being put in place is extremely important. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of that in the past where there's been a lot of stuff within the PGA, so it's great to have those resources available literally a click away, and some of the stuff that's there already is fantastic. So I'm excited to see where that goes, to be completely honest. Um, but going back to the question, I think it's, it really depends on the person's career aspirations. If your goal is to become uh, director of instruction, do you need to be as well-rounded? Maybe not, uh, but you should do everything you can within that kind of realm to be the best you can. Uh, If your goal is to be a head professional or GM, well then being a little bit more well-rounded is essential. So I think it's just trying to figure out where you want to go with your career and getting the necessary skill set you need in order to get there. That, uh, yeah, I might have a passion for retail, um, but teaching may be something that I don't love. Not necessarily true in my situation, but that might be for somebody it's still important to become a good teacher and understand the value of that and stay current with everything is extremely important. So uh, depending on where those career aspirations lie, I think that really defines what you need to look at. But if being a head pro is that, I think you need to be, you know, have knowledge in each of the different areas within that operation. That's a great question and you know, we're very fortunate. We hired a director of instruction in, in James Scrypeck at our place who's been absolutely killing it. Uh, great young guy and I think he's actually going to be the leader within our association, I have no doubt. Um, and he's taken strides to get there already. So I'm fortunate to have a guy who's already probably a step ahead of most and even being a little bit younger is is fantastic. Um, But I mean, he and I sit down on probably, a, would say a bi-weekly basis in season and it's little things that I'm looking at with him that he can still continue to fine tune, whether it be uh, a step ahead of me. So if if I'm looking for the academy uh, plan for the year, uh, it's trying to have him think of it before I do. it's having him understand that you know, the value of giving a free lesson is just as important. To be down there on a day where you've got an hour that's open and just you know, walk the range and give a little bit of advice, the guys love that stuff. So um, yes, I agree with you 100% that even being well-rounded within your area is, is vital. And He's another guy, uh, just to give an example from him. He went down and spent time with uh, four or five of the prominent instructors, the Sean Foley's, the Andrew Rice's of the world, uh, on his own dime, before he started at Deer Ridge, just to go down and learn from those guys. Uh, spend a day with them so you know if you take the steps to do and be the best within your area I think you'll certainly get there but being well rounded is is critical I I think that's the most important thing I think I would stress to to any assistant professional or any professional that matter Uh, and that's something that I try to do a better job of on a day-to-day basis that you know I know I I now report to a general manager and a board of directors so I want to have the answer to the question before they think of the question it's kind of the mentality that I take so Mm -hmm. Uh, if we've got member guests coming up, um, Alex Macias, who runs our events, I want him to think about what needs to be done for that event before I think about it and have the answer before I come to him. Um, so that might seem a, a little extreme, but if, I think if you operate under that mentality, uh, it leads itself to success and always being a step ahead and being you know, proactive instead of reactive uh, is extremely important and being organized, I think it just lends itself to that Uh, And it shows the value you have, whether it be to a board of directors, whether it be to a general manager, to a head golf professional. uh, It shows the the drive that you have and the ambition to be a step ahead and to be ready for an answer uh, before they even ask the question. I think it's extremely important, something that I preach to our staff on a day-to-day basis. That's a great question. I'd say for me that looks like uh, finding a great mentor and following in line from there. Um, Really having an idea of where you want to get to. I was very fortunate to become a head professional maybe sooner than most, I was 27 when I got my first job as a head professional, which is fantastic. Um, But along the way, the reason I got there is by having great people to follow, in all honesty, is you learn by osmosis, you learn by uh, being in great environments with great people. As we talked about before with Kevin and Dennis, they're uh, big contributors to my success, along with all the pros I worked with along the way. Um, Terry Kim and Scott Page from from Angus Glen are two good friends that uh, operate very differently, but I took so much from both of those guys. Um, and along the way, I've just enjoyed learning from so many different people and not necessarily just Kevin and Dennis, uh, coworkers, workers um, a little bit of everybody outside of golf. Like I said, one of my biggest mentors is, isn't even in golf at this point. Um, so for me, I think that's the way I have managed to progress my career is finding a great person to look up to, learning everything I possibly could, uh, try and take in as much as I could, and then just try to find a way to make that next step every year. So that doesn't always mean you have to leave, in a, leave an environment every year, but if I'm running events one year and I feel like I've done it as much as I possibly can, well then maybe I want to get into retail. And then maybe if you've done a great job in retail for a few years, uh, maybe you want to run the back shop or you want to run the locker room. It's just trying to do as many different things uh, and learn from some great people along the way and that's what's lent itself well to, to, to my career progression I would say. No, no I think there's, there's nothing wrong with that to be honest. It's, it's personal preference and I think you've got to be true to who you are. Um, and I learned that pretty quickly too. That you know, Kevin, as most people know, is full of energy. He's always in your face. Always smiling. I'm not that guy. Yeah. If I did that, I think it would be it would be, wouldn't be genuine at all. Um, and I think people would see right through that. So I think if you're um, trying to be something you're not, people will see through that. So I think gen- being genuine to who you are is the most important. And I think as long as you're straight up and honest with your employer, there's nothing wrong with being an associate for 10, 15, 20 years for your entire career. I mean. Uh, you can have a great life doing that. So I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just, And sometimes it's, it's a great employee to have, somebody who yeah. wants to be there, uh, as long as they're still continuing to improve every year and don't just become complacent, yeah. that would be the one thing that, uh, that would worry me sometimes is that somebody gets into a role, becomes complacent, and that's something that, uh, that doesn't lend itself well to the environment that we have at Dear Rich. Ridge. Everybody that we have is, is always driving to be better, and that's really what we're looking for. So as long as you're trying to be better every year, I think you can fit in at any operation. Exactly. We have A perfect example of that too is Adam Benj, who's our outside uh, operations guy, does a fantastic job. He loves being outside. I tried, I thought, you know, to help him with his career, maybe I should move him to the pro shop and get him more involved so he can progress his career in a different way. Realized that's what I wanted for him. That's not what he wanted. And we realized that pretty quick. And he loves being outside, loves being hands-on. The members love the guy. He's always there, works hard. Uh, Staff outside love him because he leads by example. Um, and really, he's found his niche. His, his uh, analogy to me was that, if you look at the NFL, there's, what is it, 27 head coaches, however many teams there are, there can only be 27 head coaches. So not everybody can be that person. Um, so you've got to find what works for you and what you're happy with. Uh, and that's where he's kind of found his niche. So it's, I completely agree with that. Yeah. That's something I still struggle with on uh, probably a daily <laughs> basis, to be completely honest. And I think probably a lot of uh, professionals do. Um, balance is something that I continue to try to find. Um, but it takes time. I'm fortunate that I have a extremely understanding fiance. Uh, we met at Angus Glen, which certainly helps. So you know, when I say I'm at work for 14 hours on a given day, she knows I actually am. I'm not there for eight hours and going to the bar or whatever that might be. So she understands the, the drive that I have, and she's equally as driven, which which I think helps in our situation uh, because she's not at home waiting for me to be there at you know for dinner at five o'clock. It's just not going to happen. Um, so having somebody that's understanding and and can uh, relate to the drive that you have it has certainly helped me, there's no doubt about it. Um, but finding the balance is something that I still uh, work towards on a daily basis. Uh, a great example for me is that I'm the head golf professional but I also own the pro shop. So finding the balance between those two and not spending too much time and focusing on the pro shop when I'm getting paid to be the head professional. So trying to find the balance between those things, uh, even being from balance from being in my office and answering emails and getting back to phone calls to being on the first tier on the driving range in front of members. Uh, you know, you can be at the club for six days a week, 80 hours a week, and not see anybody, and that doesn't do really anything for you either. So trying to find the balance of in the office, to on the course, to playing golf, to spending time with staff and mentoring staff, um, all those things, um, you've got always got on the go. Dennis's analogy was always you'd have, you know, you'd have six different pots on burners and you need to know which one has to come off at which time. So that's something that's always kind of stuck with me, that. You've always got a lot on the go, but it's trying to find a balance between all those things, um, which is, I guess I, I struggle with it. It's mm-hmm. something that I continue to work towards, but it's it's important for long-term success, I think. Yeah. Uh, attitude, more than anything else. Um, really, I want somebody with the right attitude to join our team. I feel like we can teach the skills that, that uh, any professional needs to learn to, to get to the point they want in their career, but if you come in with a willingness to learn, uh, willingness to help serve others is really important. So. Uh, our service levels are something we're going to continue to focus on and, and have. Um, so if you're if you're a guy who's willing to be a t- or a girl willing to be a team member, help out anybody. Um, you know, golf industry really isn't nine to five. Uh, you've got to be willing to come in early and stay late if you if you want to be the best. Um, now we still work to you know give guys long weekends, take some time off, and find a balance for our staff as well. Um, but it, it is just that is trying to find uh, people with the right attitude more than anything else, and we'll teach them the skills they need to be successful. I think it's extremely important, it's something that I think Dennis instilled in me very early on as well, that uh, guys, not only do you need to know who they are, they need to know who you are. Um, So if you're walking into an education seminar and there's somebody there, they should know who you are, and if not, you need to find out why not and how to get uh, your own brand out there a little bit more. Um, So it's extremely important, trying to find unique ways to do that, I think you just got to be true to yourself, and uh, everybody's a little bit different in how they do it. for me, it just comes down to, I guess, hard work and trying to do the best I can for our staff and provide the best working and, and the best environment to come into day-to-day and hopefully that lends well to the employees and then um, the operation we provide then hopefully extends out to the industry and people start to, to understand the great environment we provide and brand builds that way. So just kind of on its own. It's not something that we're out trying to push on a day-to-day basis, we just try to do the right things and whatever happens, happens with that. Absolutely, it depends on the position we're hiring for, in all honesty. Uh, Director of Instruction position, absolutely, Uh, whether it be looking at Facebook, looking at LinkedIn, is this guy out every Saturday night uh, getting hammered or is he actually posting stuff that relates to the career that he's in. Um, So that kind of thing does lend itself well, especially to bigger positions I find. Um, But it it extends right through everybody, whether it be a phone call to a previous employer, uh, whether it be some just background checks or calling friends who have worked with him around that person in in the past. Um, I think social media is something that people need to be very careful with at times um, and just be cognizant of how it can help you in your career as well so yeah absolutely it plays a big part day to day. Um, I would say going back to just some of the things we've touched on find a great mentor there's so many great uh, PGA of Canada professionals out there right now that uh, are in other fantastic clubs or in great positions find the guy that you want to or girl that you want to emulate try and work for them learn everything you possibly can and if you feel like you've gotten to a point where you've gotten everything you can and there's no more room for growth then maybe you look to make a move along the way, but really I think uh, emulating somebody who's been successful is kind of a, a great step in order to being successful in your career, and don't be afraid to reach out. There's so many people within our industry, uh, whether it be within the PGA of Canada uh, or uh, members themselves that are, who are more than happy to help and lend resources and, and lend an ear if you've got an idea and stuff we've talked about in the past too, Matt, that um, everybody's really here to help. and I think. When you're young you're maybe afraid to reach out um, when you look at you know the Doug Rankins of the world who are you put on a pedestal that he's look what he's done with his career at, uh, and longevity and Ian Krebins, and there's so many guys that I could just name right now uh, that have been successful maybe even a little intimidating but they are the first guys who are willing to step up and help out so don't be afraid to send an email call whatever it might be to help get you um, the knowledge or to answer a question um, guys are very very willing to, to lend their time and support to help you as well